0: Welcome to GeoCache Adventures with me Shadow Dragon 1 where I explore the world of geocaching. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a 5-star review on Apple Podcast or the GeoCache Adventures Facebook page or share it with somebody that you think would enjoy it. Word of mouth is a great way to spread the podcast. You can also join GeoCache Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee. Just follow GeoAdventures, that's one word, G E O Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee. And get behind the scenes on every episode, or become a member to unlock other exclusive content.
1: <sighs> Hi, everybody. Amy Shadow Dragon One here, and with me today is Joseph, aka Sir Drumalot, fellow geocacher and vlogger. Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Hey, Amy. Thanks for having me.
1: So, to start out, I always like to know how did you get started geocaching?
2: Um, let's see. It was uh, it was back in 2003 2000- 13. It was a summer. And um, I had just come back from a from another town working back to I worked for a retail giant back then and I had come back. And uh, one of the gals that I was friends with, uh, we've known each we'd known each other a couple of years, she asked me about it. She said, Have you ever heard of geocache? And I was like, No. And she kind of, you know, gave the, the basic breakdown. And I was like, Well, that sounds kind of fun. Um, my oldest son, he was uh, four at the time. And besides playing in the backyard, you know, he, we weren't real outdoorsy at all. And I was like, Well, this would be a cool way to, to get us outdoors and I signed up I think I created my account on August fourth, August fourth of two thousand thirteen and he and I went and found the cash that day, that afternoon. So and that's that's just how I got started and I've I've been hooked ever since.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, just nearly obsessed. So
1: when you take your kids geocaching is it like is it a chore is it hard to get them to go or are they pretty enthusiastic about it
2: it kind of depends um because i don't i don't get to go caching nearly as often as i'd like i usually have specific ones i want to go get for some specific stat i might be working on and um they get pretty miserable about those because I'm like, okay, I got this one. <laughs> let's go get this one. And, you know, but if it's just, if we're off on vacation somewhere, it's just like, Hey, you know, there's a cash and everybody want to check it out. A lot of times they're a little more agreeable. And then if we're just, you know, out and about, you know, sometimes the two little ones will be like, Hey dad, is there a cash around? I'm like, yeah, let's go find one. So it, it just, it kind of varies from here and there.
1: Now your kids, you have a bit of a a variety of age ranges because I I just have the one kid, but you have multiple kids. So do you have trouble trying to find something that suits all of them, or does it? Yes. Pan- yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. My my oldest son, Hayden. He's he's about to be fourteen has to go in the woods, the world is coming to an end. He hates being in <laughs> the woods. He can't stand it. Um the other two, they will just they will take off into the woods. And I have to <laughs> I have to tell them to slow down. But if it's if it's an urban cache, um Hayden's all about it. You know, he'll he'll but he just kind of halfway looks around. He'll kind of stand back. But the uh the 10 year old and the seven the year old yeah they're they're in there. They're looking for it so and it occasionally the seven-year-old will find it and he gets tickled so <laughs> he, he's a fun, he's a fun little guy so
1: well they seem like they have fun when they're in their your videos with you
2: yeah yeah sometimes i hope i
1: hope <laughs> so. your channel's called sir drum the geocacher can you give us a little breakdown about what you do on your vlog
2: Okay. Well, originally it was just Sir Drum a lot. Okay. And okay. years years went by, and I I kept getting all these emails about um, you know, about drumming because I I used to drum a lot. That's where the the name came from. And um, but I I was constantly getting emails about you know was this your drum web page and you know everything referring to drums and that's this channel is just about geocaching. And my wife actually helped me out with this. And I was like, I got to do something to change, you know, kind of change the brand to where people that aren't into geocaching don't get it confused. And um, she said, well, you know, just put the geocacher after. And I said it a couple of times. Yeah, that'll work. So that's just kind of how that happened. But my channel is, is strictly geocaching except for one video. And it was it was. Several years ago, we actually got a decent snow down here in South Mississippi, and um, we knew it was going to snow, and I wanted to try and go get a cache in the snow, because I thought that'd be fun, but it ended up being a lot more snow than what we anticipated, and snow down here is different from snow (laughs) anywhere else, because everything here shuts down. You know, we don't have snow tires. We don't have plows. We don't have salt spreaders and all that stuff, so it's it's really kind of dangerous for us to get out in it. So I just videoed the kid playing out in the snow and and I uploaded it. So that's
0: <laughs> o- other than that
2: one video, my entire channel is nothing but geocaching. So
1: Yeah, I think some people kind of lose sight on that when you get in the lower southern United States, you guys get snow so rarely that you mm-hmm. don't have all the snow equipment
2: no and then we you don't
1: kind of like that quarter inch dusting that we get and just go to work kind of shuts down everything down there
2: yeah yes it does
1: how long have you been doing the vlog
2: um I, if memory serves right I think in May it will be six years since my first video um and it's always been kind of sporadic for me there have been times where I was doing you know, once every other week, there was a a good span several years ago. I was doing one a week, and but like the past year or so, it's just whenever I can get out and I feel like I'm doing something that I can actually make a video with, I do it. Like right now, I ha- I haven't put out a video since December, middle of December, and I haven't been cashing. I mean, I've picked up a few quick parking grabs, you know, it worked, yeah. but uh, I haven't done anything video worthy, so. I don't have any footage. So (laughs) it's just kind of nowadays with everything going on It's whenever I get enough footage, I'll put together a video.
1: (laughs) Why did you start blogging your geocache finds?
2: That's a good question. I really don't know. Um, when I, when I first heard about geocaching, of course, I went to the internet to YouTube, like most people do nowadays. And, um, you know, getting an idea of how it was played, what kind of things to look for, things like that. And of course came across Joshua the geocaching vlogger, you know, and um got a kick out of him and you know, found some other guys and gals and I watched a lot of videos. I was like, well, that might be kind of fun to do one day. And um Lisa from Cash Advance, the the very first um Geo challenge that they put out was um what year it was i think it was 2016 the 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 geo challenge was to get out and do cash maintenance and it came out i think on a tuesday or something and literally the next day i had planned a maintenance run on all of my caches at the time for the for the next day and i was like "Ah, yeah i want to enter the contest because i want that cool coin and so i just i vlogged that and it's terrible it's horrible <laughs> i watch it from time to time to re- to remember how bad it was mm. and um you know and i sent it in and and I, I forget who emailed me i don't remember who it was or maybe commented on that video you know i think it may have been scott miller um gsm times two yeah everybody knows scott <laughs> um i think it may have been him um very i guess intrigued by my the way i speak you know the my I don't have a deep Southern draw, but I do have a draw and um, said, you know, I'd like to see more videos. And I was kind of like, Oh really? Well, it might be kind of fun. So I just, I just started doing it. <laughs> and I, I have fun doing it because I, I think for the longest times, for the longest time, rather um, drums, drumming, playing in, not bands or anything, but being part of local uh, little performances that I'd be asked. I was doing a lot of that. And, you know, that's a, a big creative outlet for me. And, you know, once kids came along, I just don't have the time to do all that, you know, yeah. because you, you have to sit around for hour, you know, two or three hours a day to practice, keeping the chops up, learning new things. And I just didn't have time to keep up with that creative outlet. And this gave me another creative outlet And, you know, to kind of let my, uh, I guess my weird way of thinking about some things come out and I get, and and I get to share my home state, you know, Mississippi gets such a bad rap about everything. And it's such a lovely place. It's such a nice state to come to. And, uh, that's, that's what most of my channel and my videos are is, is Mississippi. So I don't get out much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's something that you have learned about geocaching by doing your vlogs?
2: Oh, uh, how to really, really appreciate the the hunt for the cash. And what I mean, what I mean by that is before I got into vlogging, I would spend how much time looking for a cash. You know, if it took 20, 30 minutes, I was in there, I was looking for it. I wanted to find it, but with vlogging, it seems like, I'm always a little rushed because I want to set, I may want to set my camera a certain way. I may be paying attention to a shadow, which I I typically don't pay attention to that kind of stuff because I like the more organic feel, but you know, there might be things that I want to do for a particular transition or scene or something. And it kind of takes away from the actual geocaching a little bit. Okay. So I, I've gotten to where I appreciate caching without the camera a little more. If that does that make any sense at it all? It, it
1: does it does it's,
2: it's kind of weird to me I, I really love caching without the camera more than I do with the camera to be honest but you know I like editing and all that so it's kind of a catch-22 for me
1: yeah that's the whole thing because when you start slicing and start producting more for your content so just you know oh op- I'm here. I'm going to walk up and grab the cache and show you that when you start kind of not filler or fluff, but when you start adding more content to show kind of the whole adventure Mm -hmm. and tell a story with it, there's a lot more thought that you have to put in what you're doing for that versus just trying to find your geocache.
2: Right. And really appreciating the surroundings too. Because I've... And I'll never forget um, at the um, <coughs> at Jill Woodstock, the the, the Giga in uh, Cincinnati, you know, I was with a group of other vloggers and we were going to find the oldest cache in Ohio. And um, we were we were so just kind of just kind of in tunnel vision about. You know, what are you going to do for this shot? What are, you know, we were, cause we were kind of interested in how each other puts together things, you know, yeah. puts together videos, we go find the cash, we sign it. We didn't even go on up the trail to the overlook to where you could see out, you know, over oh. the, over the whole area. I, I completely missed that. Never even thought about it. Wow. And it's because, because we were so focused on, you know, You're
1: so focused the camera on the video. shots. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: So. So I missed out on a lovely view that I don't get to see here in Mississippi. Because there's no hills here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the videos that I found really interesting on your your blog, and it leads into today's topic, you did one that I believe it was something titled like four geocaches, one yard. And it had this giant letterbox geocache. Yeah. So let's break down the very basics because there's an actual activity called letterboxing outside Uh of geocaching.
2: It was actually around before geocaching.
1: Yes, around, I believe, in the early 1900s
2: no it was it was 1854
1: I would you know I was gonna say 1800s and I'm like no that doesn't sound right but I should have wrote down the date I don't know why I did
2: (laughs) yeah I've got it pulled up right here that way I wouldn't forget but yeah so so letterboxing started um in 1854 um in England uh I think it says uh, and I'm not going to pronounce it correctly, but <laughs> Dart Dartmoor, England, and um, it was basically a, a man put out some kind of little container with like a a business card type thing, and when people would pass by, they would pick it up and 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 you know go see him. It was kind of like an advertisement for himself, and it just kind of it just kind of progressed into what letterboxing is now which is um you can go to there's a website dedicated to it and there may be more than one's website i didn't look around i just found this one and it's um atlasquest.com and that's like the official i guess letterboxing website and you can go on there and find letterboxes in your area and you can read all about the history and everything but it just kind of progressed along from just the business card in the container to um uh, It's a rubber stamp. You can buy the rubber stamp. I I think if you really wanna get into letterboxing, you you buy one and make it yourself, like carve it out yourself. And you carry around your rubber stamp and a notebook, and you go find a letterbox, which is gonna be written instructions, unlike uh, geocaching, which is GPS-guided. So you've got written directions. And once you find it, there is a stamp in a log book you can sign the log book or you can stamp your stamp into their log book and then stamp your little book that you carry with uh the that boxes stamp. and I think that's pretty cool um i'd never thought about going for a letterbox but uh, you know i might i might look into this a little bit it might be something just a little extra i can do on the side like i need more <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's interesting because there's a lot of parallels between letterboxing and geocaching, but as mm-hmm. far as I can tell from everything I've read, that they've you know, geocaching developed completely independent from mm-hmm. letterboxing, which it is did. really Geo- interesting.
2: Well, geocaching was all about, uh, you know, the blue switch. You know, yeah, uh, testing the GPS G- accuracy. Right, right. That's what geocaching was all about, was the GPS hunt, getting coordinates to go find the container. And letterboxing, while you're still looking for the container, you're using written clues, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes but, a map
1: um, and compass, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's a little section um, about how to get started letterboxing, and they even advise to get a map and compass because, I mean, I I guess just like geocaching, you might find yourself, you know, out out in the wilderness away from everything, and, you know, you might need a a compass to use, and I don't know how to use one, so.
1: (laughs) I'm not good at it, but I have one, and I can, I can figure out which direction I'm going.
2: yeah. Yeah, well it, it really but, depends
1: on the compass you buy, because if you've got like one of those little cheapy ones, uh-huh. I don't know how you really tell where you're going. But if you buy, I mean, you can buy a decent one for like maybe 10 bucks on Amazon. And it actually has that line that stays stationary right. and then you rotate it. But it's like you got the little kids ones and stuff. And it's like, I don't know how you're supposed to navigate with with these things.
2: Other than, say, walk north.
1: Yeah. Other than find north and go north, I don't. Yeah, I have but, yet to figure
2: yeah, how to actually to,
1: navigate with those. No, huh? <laughs> so, letterbox geocaches sort of they morph together, and like the traditional geocache, they have the physical container. But there are some mm-hmm. differences between those traditional uh, and letterbox caches
2: yeah okay so with the traditional cache um, you have your gps coordinates and you follow uh, whether you using a, um, a, a gps uh, receiver or your cell phone smartphone you follow your little compass until you get to those coordinates and you search around of course um, and then you sign the log book and replace it as you found it with the letterbox hybrid similar in the fact gps coordinates are somewhere in the listing um and i'm i'm pretty sure on this the the cache page the coordinates have to be at least where you're going to start but not necessarily where the final container would be right um in fact i did one the other day where I get to the core. I got to the coordinates. I was in a parking lot and it said, walk so many paces north. And that's all it said. Well, I walked 25, I think it was 25 paces. And sure enough, there was, there was the ammo can. So, but I have done letterboxes to where it was just really a traditional geocache. Yeah. But the biggest difference with the letterbox hybrids, I think is going to be, there's an ink pad and a stamp and a log book in there. And you can stamp your stamp in there and stamp, you know, your book with the Letterbox Hybrid stamp. So that's where the mix comes in, I think, is is with the stamp itself. But I do like letterbox hybrids where it it really morphs the two together where you might get a starting place, but then get some clues to find the uh the cache itself. I, I like doing those.
1: Yeah, it's it's really important to read the full cash page yes. on those. My first letterbox was more like the traditional one where you just went straight to the point and oh here look at this. Well, then I tried yep. doing other ones. I'm like, why can't I find anything? There's nothing here, and I made the complete newbie mistake of not reading the description, not reading the full uh-huh. cash page, and mm-hmm. I went to three of them, and it's just like. I can't find any of these. What in the world is going on? Oh, no. And I asked somebody else about it. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, it was a little tricky, you know, true letterbox fashion. You had to go down a bit. I was like, oh, I didn't read the cash page.
2: Ah, uh, I actually hid my first two letterboxes last year. Um, it, Well, toward the end of last year. And um, one of them, I, I just gave coordinates and then there's a stamp in and in a logbook and, ink pad in there but the other one I did more like a um you know a traditional letterbox where I gave the starting coordinates and I didn't even give a couple of waypoints along the way and I've got this whole kind of story made up and you actually have to search a, a pretty good area if you don't really if you're not really paying attention to which way you're walking so okay. and I've I've gotten some good feedback on that one from some people. Um people around this way are pretty stingy with favorite points, but uh <laughs> let's see, when did I put this one out? I put it out uh October 16th. And it's got seven logs on it, which that's pretty good for my area. But um, yeah, it's fun. I, I based there's it's on a disc golf course, and um, you know, I basically told this little story about how I wanted to try disc golf and my Frisbee went awry and I had to go find the <laughs> Frisbee and, you know, and I kind of give a bearing a little bit and, you know, there's a few pictures on the cash page, and, but I, I, I like it. I, I plan on doing some more letterboxes kind of like that or letterbox hybrids. And, I think that's fun
1: And I think it's important to be clear here on when we're talking about the stamp, cause some people will get a custom stamp with just their cashier name. To stamp yeah. the log real quickly but this is a different type of stamp
2: yeah this would be uh, you know I think in you know, I think it'd be more fun if people would do this would you know get a get a rubber stamp you can get a plain blank rubber stamp and carve out whatever you want I think that just adds more to the fun I have yet to do that of course <laughs> but um but you know you can get stamps online you can get them at Hobby Lobby Um. I haven't found one at Hobby Lobby that suits me, but um, I, I plan on doing one pretty soon because I've gotten to where I really like doing the letterbox hybrids. And um, and of course I wanna try out some regular letterboxes, but I think I'm gonna get a stamp and, uh, and carve out something. You know, it'll be something drum related. I always draw like a little snare drum in the book and um, I might do something along that line. But I think people should take advantage of doing that instead of just using their regular log stamp, you know, that just has their name. To me, it's just, it adds more fun to the activity.
0: Yeah, it is really interesting. And a couple that I've done, sometimes the stamp in the cache will tie to the name
1: Mm -hmm. or location. I did one that was called like Lone Wolf or something like that. And it had a wolf stamp inside of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one that you were talking about in my video, um, the guy that put those caches out, that had that big giant litter box, um, you know, he's he's retired. Mili- I guess he's retired, but he was a military guy, and the stamps that he had in there were, um, I think he had three different ones, and I think all three of them were a, uh, a U.S. flag, if 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 I remember right. I don't have my little book with me, but. Um, and I was trying to think if any of the others I did tied into the cash. I'm I'm sure they probably did. He has another one, and it's one of the first letter boxes I found. And um, oh, what was the name of it? I can't remember, and it'd take me forever to find it. But I, re- it was something about Snoopy, and I think that he had like a little doghouse stamp, <laughs> if I remember right. I'd have to, I'd really have to go back and look.
1: I love it. But I Love Snoopy. Yeah, yeah
2: that that would be great. You know, if the stamps tied in and the 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 other letterbox I have where you just get the coordinates, it's hidden behind the um um oh gosh, what are they called? The American Legion. Okay. Um, but behind their place, and I put a, a you know a U.S. stamp, and I've got stickers and stuff all over it. But you know that's how I tied it into that one. The 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 disc golf, and I think I just put a smiley face one in there. But um, the next one I'm planning on doing is it's based off of Mississippi was home to one of two nuclear tests east of Mississippi oh. of the east of the Mississippi River, and one of them is about 20 miles from here from my house. And, um, which of course you can't go there, but, (laughs) but, but I found a spot where I can put a a cash and I, I, I'm probably going to do a letterbox and I, but I was in Hobby Lobby a couple of weeks ago and I found a a rubber stamp and it looks like the old cartoon bomb, you know, just a circle with the keys out. And, uh, and, and I saw it and said, I've got to remember to come back and get that because I, I, I think that would be kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I like it.
2: May not be for the residents down that way. But,
1: <laughs> so. And I'm going to link to your video with this walk in letterbox on the, the show notes because this is, it's a really neat. Because when we say walk in letterbox, it's like a shed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's there. A, it's like an eight by eight building. It's, a, I mean, it's brick and mortar. Um, It had a little small, um like air conditioning unit in it there was a little small plug-in heater in there uh you know for whatever the weather's doing i mean it was insulated it was it was a full-on little house really (laughs) but it was i just remember walking into it and just going it's like geocaching mecca in here because i mean there's trackables all over the place um uh, discover codes just everywhere everything in there was geocaching and it was it was awesome I, that's that's one of the best caches I've done easily
1: and and one of the neat things that I liked about it was you stamped the wall the walls were mm-hmm. like the log book which was pretty yeah neat.
2: yeah I thought that was a cool touch too and um and of course I you know you can see on there on the video I draw the the little snare drum that I draw in the little letter boxes and sign my name to it so
0: how long have
1: you been drumming?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I started. Uh, well, I started in middle school band in, I guess, fifth grade. So I was like ten, but
0: it,
2: it was always marching band for me up okay. until college. Up until college, and um, uh, and I started getting involved with some of the other groups, like you know, jazz band, percussion ensemble, and you know, concert band and a show choir and started doing all this stuff. So I was actually a music major, a music ed major for several years. and never finished, but um, I, I love playing. I love watching people play drums, whether it's jazz, heavy metal, um, drum core. I love drum core. So I, I just, I was more of a marching guy, but I do love drum set, especially rock and roll, heavy metal drum set. So, so I've been playing a while, but it's just kind of a hobby nowadays.
1: So when you had to pick your geocaching name, it was kind of natural for that to, to be incorporated into it.
2: Yeah. Um, at the time I was still fairly active, different, um, with different things, uh, several drum forums. Um. I would help out a couple of the local high schools and things like that. And I had just been using Serge Light for so long on all those forums. When I signed up for geocaching.com, it was just natural to put that in. And it, it kind of stuck. I've considered changing it several, several times. And I just, no, I'm fine with it. <laughs> so it was just, I was already using it. So I might as well use it for this too.
1: It works. It works. That's, that's how I ended up with mine. It was just a username that I think it was middle school. I needed it for something. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember what it was even for. It was like just some online game or email address or something where you had to have a a username and trying to come up with something. And shadow dragon one was the first Mm -hmm. thing I was able to enter that actually worked. And then it always seems to be available. Mm -hmm. So I just yeah. kept using it.
2: I think I think it's a great username. I, that's 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 a <laughs> solid username. I love Shadow Dragon. That's cool. That's really cool.
1: It it was just one of those like it has followed me for so long just because, I, and I say that, and, and the more I say it, one of these days somebody's going to go out on some site and use it just to just to grab it because they yeah. can't. But it, it always seems to just be available. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, going back to mine, that, that's why I had to do the, you know, add the geocacher because there were so many other Sir lights on, you know, Instagram and whatever else. So I, I had to add that to just kind of separate, get some kind of separation from those guys or gals. They may, have been, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So.
1: Oh. that's fun so for this week's or I don't know this episode it's (laughs) it's weird because sometimes I start referencing in a frame of time and time isn't necessarily relevant on a podcast but for today's cash highlights you have Mm -hmm. for us the Mississippi Geo tour and that's g t four b f
2: yes, that's the Hattiesburg geo tour um and it, you know, getting a geo tour in your area is is kind of a big deal,
1: yes i mean it, it is. really
2: is all the planning that you had that those guys have to go through and just getting everything lined up i couldn't uh, imagine putting one of those together, but um I don't live very. I don't live far from Hattiesburg at all. It's only like twenty five minutes. I've got several videos that are in Hattiesburg. Um, in fact, I'm supposed to do a video for them, you know, finding caches and things like that. That's, but I I haven't been able to. But Hattiesburg is such a it's such a nice I guess town. I, you know, when I if I say city, I think of skyscrapers and stuff. But um, you know it's a it's a big town. It's a decent sized town. I don't know the population, but it's a very eclectic mix of um of st- of people and businesses and things because we're not far from the Gulf Coast. We're not far from New Orleans. We're not far from you know Alabama. It's Memphis. So it's just kind of this nice conglomeration of of uh, cultures and stuff and um, the geo tour. Which I've done about half of it. Um, I just kind of picked some up when I was driving by. Okay. Um, there, there's some really cool, creative geocaches that are on it. I've I've had a couple on my my TikTok and a couple on my Instagram, um, and I know that a couple of more are really cool because I've been to them, but I didn't log them or anything. I didn't sign it. And you really get to see. A lot of what Hattiesburg has to offer, um, as far as the food, the people, um, several different businesses, the downtown area is just, it's, it's beautiful down there. It's, um, they have a, a public art trail, which includes, uh, murals. They have over a hundred, they're on some list of a city of a hundred murals or something. I forget wow. what it's called. Yeah. And they're, and they're beautiful. Um, there's uh, part of the art trail is sculptures downtown that are really nice. I've visited several of those. They have part of another part of the trail, that, you know, the electric junction boxes on corners. You know what mm, I'm talking about? Yeah. They're they're painted up, and there's like of those or something. I forget how many. And um, you can do that. They're always doing neat activities downtown. Really family oriented stuff. Um, you can't beat the food, uh, and, and I'll tell you that right now. The food in Hattiesburg is spectacular—not like the chain places, but the, you know, the local mom and pop shops. It's just—it's fantastic. The art trails are nice, and there's also a Rails to Trail in Hattiesburg. So it's it's um it's called the uh, Hattiesburg train. No, what's it called? I just call it the Trace, and I don't remember the actual name for it but it's it's an old rail line that was okay. you know paved and it goes from Hattiesburg kind of northwest to Prentice. it's like 42 or 44 miles long
1: wow
2: um yeah yeah so bike riding walking um you know walking the dogs and several sections of it have a, a a horse trail alongside it so folks that ride horses can ride the trail but Hattiesburg's just is is so cool You've got Camp Shelby, which is um uh, one of the larger military bases. I know a lot of the military training for the country goes on at Camp Shelby and there's a couple of caches there. But uh they've got a really nice military museum there. Um it's a really, really cool place. I was actually pretty close to it the other day and there's just boom, boom. You know, they're they're doing training out there. So. Yeah. but uh the GeoTour is it's really, really nice. Um, I think it's got, um, I was going to try and look and see, I think it's got over 100 logs on it already, and it just released in December, and most of the folks are saying that it's the best geotour that they've done. So, so that's
1: pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really is. I've only done two geotours, and I already know everything in Hattiesburg, so I'm just kind of like, well, what's, you know, we'll see what's special about it, but... Hattiesburg is, it's just a really cool place to visit, so.
0: Have you completed the Geo Tour or just done part of them?
2: I've just done part of it. It's just been some of the outliers. Okay, yeah. If they're kind of where I might be driving that day, I will pick one up. But um, pretty soon, I'm hoping to go finish it out and and, and do a video um, to try and, you know, do those guys some justice on that one but I can't wear my hat so
1: oh <laughs>
2: yeah it's the uh, branding my hat, issues yeah well my hat uh it's a Mississippi state hat and, you know I went to state but that's not Hattiesburg Hattiesburg right. is USM, so they're just like I ah, don't wear the hat and I've got a, a geotour hat I think it's in my car so they're like here wear this <laughs> okay I'll wear I'll wear your hat instead because that's I, fair th- yeah they, I, I guess they want to use use it to you know kind of promote the the geocaching in Hattiesburg so which
1: that's pretty I was neat. just like well
2: yeah I was like wow thanks I, I, I my videos aren't that good but okay <laughs> you're not I'm just goofing around well
1: I think that's that's part of the fun of it because you are goofing around and they like I've laughed at so many of your videos, just because you're out there, just having fun and being goofy and the antics that you do. It's yeah,
2: just... <laughs> yeah. Well, that I think that's the only, that's the biggest thing I get out of it. I, I don't care how many subscribers or followers I have. I so what the few I have having fun watch me. Did you giggle a little bit? Fine. <laughs> that that that's the world to me is is just making folks just smile. So, <laughs>
1: but. Oh, I don't remember which one it was. It was watching. I laughed so hard because you set the camera up and you had your back to it. and You were at a tree and you were acting like you were going to the bathroom. You do the whole shake with your leg and everything. And I just started laughing yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah.
2: I got in trouble for that one. My wife did not approve. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> I said, I did that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I like to do funny little things like that.
1: I laugh so hard over that one and it it might be just because like I I have a son. You have sons. You you get this boys will just go yeah. wherever. Yeah, and where's
2: where's the nearest tree? Can anybody see me? It doesn't matter. It.
1: When they're mm-hmm. a certain age, it doesn't matter if anybody can see you. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right.
1: And, and like we go to grandma and grandpa's house and they're out in the middle of nowhere. So when you're out in the field feeding the cows and stuff, okay, find the nearest tree. You you don't do that in the middle of town <laughs> when we're at the park. So.
2: Well, it has happened.
1: It, it happens. Not me.
2: Not it happens me, with but... kids
1: for sure. And it's oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, my gosh. And I, I think if, if you have boys, you could, you could appreciate that part of the clip because you just laugh. Cause you know it happens. And especially with young boys, it's yeah. going to happen wherever.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, I got a kick out of doing that one. <laughs> I said, who's going to blast me, <laughs> but nobody did. Nobody did. I don't, you know, and think, I don't think anybody even mentioned that in the comments. Oh, really? Video. I'd have to go back. But if, if memory serves correct, because that was a few years ago, I don't think anybody referenced that gag at all.
1: It was an older video, but I w- I was going back watching <laughs> some, and I just, I I laughed at that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, this, is, this is hilarious. <laughs> good. I made you laugh. I'm happy you about You did. That. You did. I, I enjoy <laughs> the antics in your videos (laughs) good good thank you so much for coming on the podcast this has been so much fun I have had a great time
2: thank you for inviting me
0: Welcome to GeoCache Adventures with me Shadow Dragon 1 where I explore the world of geocaching. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a 5-star review on Apple Podcast or the GeoCache Adventures Facebook page or share it with somebody that you think would enjoy it. Word of mouth is a great way to spread the podcast. You can also join GeoCache Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee. Just follow GeoAdventures. That's one word, G E O Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee and get behind the scenes on every episode or become a member to unlock other exclusive content.